0: hi guys welcome back to future anarchy today's guest is very phenomenal i'm so elated to be able to host this brand and to um bring this Specific guest to you because I know that I'm going to learn a lot and I hope you guys learn a lot and also gain some inspiration for all those uh, budding artists out there. So, without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to Lori Taylor, who is the pro lead global artist for Smashbox Cosmetics. And I know everyone has heard of Smashbox. So, welcome to the show, Lori. Thank you so, so, so much for this and for making the time. Oh, thank you
1: so much. Thank you so much for hosting me and thank you for of course, you know, the interest in Smashbox. I'm just so excited to be here, so.
0: Oh, I'm so excited to host you. It's such an honor, truly, and, you know, I really want to get all the deets from you, because I want to know from the beginning, um, especially about your career, because, you know, makeup artistry is such a just I don't know, it's such a, a magical world to me, you know, looking at it um, as a consumer. And I uh, I can't wait to learn from you. So if you could get us started by your career journey and how you got into artistry, and then what led you into uh, working with Smashbox and all those details.
1: Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, my story starts such a long, long, long time ago. I was actually raised by um, I'm gonna start all the way in the beginning. I was raised yes, by, by my, by my grandmas. I had grandma Dorothy and Grandma Mary, and they were um, being Southern ladies, they believed in going to church. And for them, going to church meant getting like very, being very glamorous. Like they were the ladies that would show up to church with like a very specific hat. Gloves, stockings, like you know, this is their little bit. I'm a little bit
0: older, so they were a little bit older. So I know all about southern women, their hats, trust me. I know know (laughs) the relationship, yes. It's it's like the hat, the
1: pocketbook, pocketbook, not the purse, pocketbook, gloves, like they had the whole just the layers and layers of clothes. So my grandmother Dorothy had this vanity in her bedroom, and literally on that vanity was everything like from false lashes to these big powder puffs that had like this like um loose powder I think it was even like probably like cornstarch based which is like so crazy um but like they would both kind of just get very glamorous for church so to me watching them as like a very very small you know a, 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 a child was just part of just like our my Sunday routine so I think just watching them kind of transform from like you know granny who was in the kitchen to granny who was like becoming this kind of like glamazon going to church was part of like just like my weekly routine and I got into makeup simply from like I think just watching them they were like you know there was it was like lipstick was like this magical moment to me I think my grandmother um Dorothy used to tell this story that every year she would have to get me um, a new. I had this Barbie beauty center which just it was like Barbie with just with just the head and shoulders, and I would just. I oh my, my nose yeah. I yeah. Had, from like back in the day. So I would run, I would use through all of the makeup, and then I would actually use crayons once I'd used through the makeup, and then to get the crayon off of the Barbie, I'd have to like use Ajax, so Barbie would end up having like no features after a while, but Uh every, Uh right, (laughs) so every true canvas, (laughs) she became a true canvas. (laughs) Seriously, seriously, so every, you know, every, every year we get a new one, and I just really really like makeup was kind of like like I didn't care about Barbie with the clothes all I cared about was like Barbie with the hair and makeup so if you kind of just fast forward it's like I'm like a kid of the 80s and like one of my first kind of like makeup icons was like boy George and I like when he first came out like during the MTV days and he had he was like the it was really like the first kind of like Person that was really like amazingly glamorous, you know, and this is before, you know, like nowadays it's like, you know, men in makeup, you know, everyone is wearing makeup, but this is the days when that that was kind of like taboo. So I was fascinated by him and I was like, oh my God, I want to do everything that he does. He's amazing. I would try to like wear the ribbons in my hair and just pile and pile and pile on so much makeup as a teenager. So I think that my grandmothers always say that makeup was in my blood because I literally was just from a small child to you know like now um makeup is yeah. something that I just always found just like as it I don't know is it like you say it's magical it is actually just that magical so yeah Fast forward even further. I, you know, got, got graduated from college, got graduated from high school, was going to college. And my told my parents, I was like, you know what, I this college thing just really isn't my thing. I think I want to be a makeup artist. And this is back in the day when make like now being a makeup artist, it's like that's a career, but it's like when I was thinking about doing it, it was like something that was like, What are you talking about? You want to be a makeup artist and you're going to move to New York. Yeah, it's like
0: the starving artist imagery in their minds as parents. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: <laughs> that whole thing. I think my father was literally like, Oh my God, you're going to stop going to school and you're going to be a makeup artist. And I was like, You don't have to pay for every anything. And you know, I'm born and raised in LA. I was like, I'm going to move to New York. And he was like, Oh my God, are you kidding me? Like it was this. I like sent my entire family into this tailspin of like, what are you talking about? And I was like, This is what I want to do so I literally one of my kind of like first makeup jobs I have to say was working at a beauty counter in like my local department store and for like minimum wage but it was like you couldn't tell me that I had not hit the big time I was like I'm gonna start here Um, because there weren't really even that many makeup schools you know now there's so many ways this is before the internet this is before mac cosmetics this is before anything that we I think even know about the beauty industry was really the beauty industry. It was like, you know, it was like, I think it was like Clinique, Chanel, and Estee Lauder were like the main brands. So you know what I mean? And
0: Lancome,
1: and Lancome. Yeah,
0: Lancome has always been around. Always, Always. and they were French and
1: chic and all that. So I actually ended up working at, you know, at at a beauty counter. And um, in downtown Los Angeles, and um, the department's not even there anymore. And a makeup artist used to come in, and and, and um, he was basically always, you know, in the department like buying makeup, and he wor- he was working on the morning news. And I would literally follow him around, and ask him questions, and was just always kind of like, "I'll help you, I'll help you," just to try to figure out a way how to break into this kind of like world of like, you know, I want to do makeup as my career. Um, so I ended up assisting him, of course, at that time, it's like, you kind of had to pay your dues. So you worked for free. And I literally was like, I'll work for free. I'll clean your brushes. And I, you know, helped him, you know, kind of organize his kits. And, and he taught me a few things. And then you fast forward even further. There was, um, I was working at a, uh, cosmetic brand. I had moved to San Francisco and Mm -hmm. I was working for another cosmetic brand. And, um, I had heard about a brand that was founded by, two men that were the great grandsons of Max Factor. Yeah. And they were starting a brand in Los Angeles and um, they had a makeup studio. And in my mind, it was like, that's it. This is This is, I'm going to go, I'm going to go work for them. I'm going to get, somehow I'm going to get discovered and I'm going to save up enough money and I'm going to move to New York. Well, I never moved to New York, but I did start working as a freelance makeup artist for um, Smashbox Cosmetics, which I have been at for this year will be my 20th year at the brand. And I have learned, the journey has been so long. I was a freelance makeup artist for them. I've been a makeup trainer for them. I have um, been um, their global lead artist now for several, several years. And my makeup journey basically started at the root of makeup, which is that makeup counter that everyone kind of starts at when they're kind of trying to figure out what makeup to buy. And again, this is the days before there was Sephora or Ulta, when you could only kind of get makeup from a department store. And that is the long and short of my story.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, I love that you really dove into the internship part and how it was just, you know, from the beginning and creating whatever it it was was needed for, I guess, a resume to become... Out makeup artist because nowadays everything is so system it's systemized you know what I mean there's a there's school that there, like you said there's no schools back then for this and that's really huge you know it, to be able to pave your way in in an area that doesn't really have anything you know what I mean like to to give you in terms of guidance like right. in terms of mentors it's very difficult so I really commend you for that and I think if anyone's listening out there and you're like a young artist like I think that just goes to show how much work it really goes into getting anything that you're like wanting to do. You know, you have to be a go-getter. You have to get out of your comfort zone. So I'm really glad that you shared that.
1: Thank you. I think the one thing too about now, you know, now because there are so many different ways to kind of put yourself out there and the the road is a little bit easier and it is kind of being paved. It's still that moment of how do you have longevity in this industry when there are so many people that want to do it, but you have to kind of figure out a way to, kind of pave your way to be, not just in it for for a short term, but for a long term. Which yeah. is kind of the new thing, I think.
0: Yeah, no, that's really, that's one of the questions I have for you because obviously, you know, you are um, a, not just a pro artist, but you're a global makeup artist. You have seen whatever there is to see, you know, in my eyes, that's how I see, you know, imagine um, in terms of your experience. And I, that's where I really want to get your opinion about um, what, you know, what do people need to prepare themselves for when they're approaching makeup artistry as a career? Like, because that's, you know, it's a, it's kind of like a blind spot, right? In terms of how far you can get. So like, what was one of the biggest things for you that was like a a learning point or maybe like discovering like, oh, I can take this really far, you know? You know what I have to say? It was kind of like
1: one of those moments where I literally was constantly I was always if someone asked me if I could do something I was like yes I I was definitely saying yes to a lot of things I kind of was always stepping outside of my comfort zone it wasn't something where it's like oh I can't do that and so you have to kind of really believe in yourself and not let um I think jobs that maybe don't, that maybe you don't get, stop you or deter you. I think sometimes we can think, oh my God, well, I didn't get it this time. Am I good? And and that can kind of create doubt. So you have to number one, of course, believe in yourself, but you have to, I think the number one thing that I I can say is I have never stopped learning. Um, I love when I get to work with a team of other makeup artists. Like there are, I have a few clients that I work with and I'm part of a, a makeup team. And the great thing is just always learning from other makeup artists and kind of like not being able to kind of share your experience, um, so that the, so that they are also willing to share their experience. Cause it really is a very, it's a community being in, you know, doing hair and makeup and creating beauty. It is really, really, really a, a, a community. And I think that we all have to kind of be open to kind of sharing, you know, what works or what doesn't work and kind of learning, of course, from your own experiencing, but also sharing your, sharing your own
0: experiences. So Absolutely. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. And I, and I could talk to you for hours about this because (laughs) honestly, this is no genuinely, because it's very rare to speak to, you know, just leaders and, and really get your perspective of like what it took to get there. You know what I mean? So it's very rare. So yeah, like I, you know, I'm uh, probably going to be bugging you to come back onto my other podcast too, by the way, I'm just throwing that out there. (laughs) I would love it. I would love it. I would love it. But I want to move on on because I know Smashbox has had this extremely exciting new reformulation or relaunch of their iconic primers. And I can't wait for you to tell me about them because I think the first time I used a primer and really understood the (laughs) meaning of having it was Smashbox. Like, no joke. So I would really love for us to kind of dive into that launch and talk about, you know, just um, what your role's been in it and how you've, you know... You know, all the good. Stuff. I have to say, I am, you know, it's
1: funny that you know, primer right now. When we well, let me talk about this. When I first came to Smashbox, they only had one primer. Yeah. So and it was the classic OG that's still part of the brand. And the one that has kind of like kind of and and actually, even in the industry, there weren't that many brands that were making primer. That's it's almost as if Smashbox created a category in which they were like, We're gonna be here and we're gonna own this because. When I first came back, I said there was only one, there was the OG and I loved it so much because it really, because of what it did to the skin instantaneously, it really just kind of changed how I did makeup. It kind of took my makeup, the makeup that I was doing to, to, you know, to the, to to another level
0: Um,
1: because of, you know, just kind of creates that, that smooth, silky surface and your makeup just just goes on much better and your skin just looks so much longer, so much better the longer you wear it for us, the making of the um, new primers has been this absolute amazing labor of love. We've worked on it I, almost two years when we first started talking about, you know what primer, there's so many primers on the market now. Um, and I think the one thing that the primer where people that know primer know what it does, people that don't, know a lot about primer are kind of, they're a little bit skeptical, skept, skeptical because they think, oh my God, it's an, it's an extra step. It's another layer. It's not gonna be great for my skin. It's gonna, you know, they kind of have that after this kind of like, like apprehension for it. The thing that I think about our new primers are just how skincare based they are and what they really do for the skin immediately and what they do for the skin long-term. Plus, the added benefit is it just helps your makeup to look better on the surface of your skin. So so excited. It's four brand new primers and literally they are. I can walk you through every single one of them. You let me I know. I would
0: love that. Yes. yes exactly. Because I know okay. that. Yeah, that's one of the biggest things though, Lori, because I, you know, I just wanted to say before you do that is Smashbox It wasn't just like finding primers it was about finding, you know, I remember when I discovered like the color correcting, you know, aspect and the, um, okay, this is for oily skin, or this is for like a more dewy look like that whole idea of like thinking that primer can do all these different things for my the base that I'm putting my makeup on was huge for me, you know, just learning to do my own makeup. And especially for somebody who, you know, I'm not gonna lie i've maybe had five days of my life where i've done something outlandish and really like what somebody would say is like full-blown uh glam you know what i mean so for me it's everyday makeup that mattered like always so for me it was perfect to have this tool so i just wanted to preface um you explaining the role of these primers to us because it, it, they really are products that are just iconic you know so I'd love for you to dive in though. <laughs> you
1: got it. You got it. You got it. Um, the crazy thing, the thing I love too is you know, for us, everything smarts, so everything starts, everything we create is started at um, you know, at Smashbox Studios. So, you know, Davis Factor, the founder of the brand, he's a photographer. So he's very, very, very particular about how makeup looks, you know, for his photography. So for us, primer was kind of that moment that really was like, if we can address the needs of individual skin types, then the makeup will look better longer and you'll have to use a lot less. Because you know, makeup artists, unlike our, the makeup user, you know, we love makeup, and the more, you know, sometimes the we're like the more the better. But for a photographer, it's like they don't they don't want to see it; they just want to create these, of course, amazing you know beauty images. So primer kind of came from a need for what we were using in the studio and how Davis's photography had to be. That translated into everyday life. Hence the reason why we first have, you know, the classic smooth and blur, the one that you everyone is used to using. It just creates this kind of silky, amazing um, moment so that when you put your makeup on, it lasts longer. Now we have four of our silk screen primers. Have this. Mm-hmm. Um, I know silkscreen. It
0: doesn't have to sound like. It oh my sounds God. amazing. It's like the <laughs> exactly. same, it's like blur. You know that feeling you get oh. when you hear blur. That's the same feeling I just got. So yeah. <laughs> it's, it's still, so
1: so basically, the silkscreen complex is in every single one of the new primers. And what that mm-hmm. complex is, it's a complex of vitamins. It's a complex that has um, it has um basically our probiotic ferment, which is skin loving hyaluronic. acid acid, um, and red algae. And it also has, um, elements in it that help to fight against blue light, which as we all know, we're getting a lot of blue light. We're all in front of our, our computers now. So well, a, a lot now. So basically what the, what that does, it helps to, you know, help against the helps to fight against the, you know, the da- the damaging elements of the blue light. So it's these five really amazing ingredients that's in every single one of the new silks silkscreen um, primers, which is, which is great because the thing about this too, is the, the texture of the primers is so, 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 so like so light on the surface of the skin. So they don't clog the pores. They don't create this heavy film on the skin in general. They just basically help to balance and strengthen skin. So the longer, the more you wear it, the, the more, the the better your skin can actually look, which is so fantastic. And there's, Yeah. yeah. There's four new ones. So I'll start, first of all, with our Primerizer Plus. Well, wait,
0: uh, before you go forward, though, I want to make like, one point is because it's so interesting you mentioned red algae, because I was talking to, um when we were talking, I was talking to the CEO, and obviously they're all algae-based, right? And yeah. I would jump. Just- I was thinking about this and we were discussing it and I was like you know when we figure out how to make sunscreen from algae because there are such photo protective properties there for like in algae themselves so that's such a beautiful ingredient I feel like like especially for a primer because you're I think like on some level it's almost creating like a double coat for photo protection if that makes any sense like you know so I I think yeah absolutely that's the one thing that too with with this you know with the
1: silk screen complex just that complex in general is kind of like almost everything that your skin needs to just kind of be the best that it can be so yeah. and and definitely anything I keep like i like there are so many like key ingredients in every single one of the primers um And it's just almost like the texture is also something that you would, you would just, just love. So I like to say that, you know, for people that aren't familiar with primer or even, or even how, like where they would even insert primer in their kind of makeup regimen. I always say that primer is the last thing you put after all of your skincare and it's, or it's the first thing you put on before you put on makeup. So Mm -hmm. it's either it's, it's, it's your, it's your topper or it's your prep, depending on where you want to insert it in your makeup routine. All right, so now we're going to get started with the the four brand new primers. So we're going to start with our Primerizer Plus. Now, originally, we had a primer called Primerizer, and it was kind of this milky like lotion that really just hydrated the skin and gave the skin all this like beautiful um, kind of just regular radiance um and it and it and it really just helped to um, help with texture because that's the one thing that primers are really great about they're really great about instantaneously helping to change the texture of the skin so that your skin is kind of at that really great moment before you apply makeup so primerizer plus took that that kind of moment and then we we even boosted it because it basically hydrates the skin for 72 hours It has a triple hyaluronic complex. So Mm. you're getting hyaluronic at three different levels. So it really helps to penetrate and get into the skin and create this fresh, healthy, dewy, non-oily, super plumped out look to the skin. And that is,
0: doesn't that sound amazing? Yeah. Like this is like, I, I just feel like, you know, it's, it's exactly what you need before makeup. Anytime I, my skin is not, like, fully moisturized, like I just came out of, like, I don't know, just plunging my face in water, <laughs> like, my right. makeup looks terrible, you know what I mean? So. right. Yeah. right. Right.
1: And you know what, I'm like we always like to say, we, have to look, we like to say that the Primerizer Plus is like a drink of water for your skin. It really is like ultimate topical hydration. So aside from, again, it having the silkscreen complex, all those ingredients, the hydration and the fact that it plumps up the skin is kind of, it's like claim to fame. And that's the Primerizer Plus. Mm -hmm. All right. Next up, we're going to talk a little bit about our photo finish, correct anti redness primer. So this primer is when you, you mentioned it, you said the color correcting primer. So what we did is we took our color correcting primer and we amped it up and gave it a boost for the skin. And what this primer does is it The first thing you'll notice is is the silky texture. It has this wonderful silky texture because it also contains algae. So it has an extra element of algae in it And what algae is gonna do is it's very, very soothing. Algae is very soothing to the skin. Topically, it just kind of creates this beautiful slip to the skin. It also contains rose and mushroom extract. So rose is really soothing as well. And mushroom is so, so, so almost like cushioning. It really helps to kind of calm the skin. Um, And then for the the anti-redness part, It has a slight green pigment. And what that green pigment does is it instantaneously calms down redness. So you have the instantaneous redness corrector, but over time, because of the mushroom, the rose and the algae, it's going to be soothing to the skin so that you will see less topical redness over time.
0: I love that because that's a huge concern in... Um, like I mean I think skincare in general is I think the more and more consumers are getting into like actives and you know just at home treatments that are like fate like you know spa level treatments it's like the redness is a big problem and it's not always indicative of like a bad thing where you shouldn't be putting makeup on sometimes your skin just gets more red because you know when you're naturally exfoliating and there's more blood flow to your face and you know what I mean those kind of things also contribute to that I love that you guys have this like that's that's really really smart oh
1: thanks so much yeah i agree i agree i feel like you know you're right with all the kind of like all these home treatments we're doing i mean the 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 rolling and all that and you're getting that blood going sometimes you can flush i mean i i know i do so this this is one of my kind of favorite primers as well for just to calm down any type of topical redness that i you know i may create or may just be happening just even sometimes just you know we're in winter time you're going from hot to cold hot to cold It'll help to calm that down as well, which is so great. So that Mm -hmm. is the um, correct anti-redness primer. Next up is our control mattifying primer it's our photo finish control mattifying primer and this primer again was um we had primers that were similar in the in the brand but you know one of the things we see is people that tend to be shiny midday or have oily skin they really want something that is going to keep the shine away from their you know the surface of their skin and keep shine away from their their makeup so this primer actually has the same again the silk screen complex but it has salicylic acid witch hazel and zinc. So those are the three main ingredients that really help to control oil it helps to keep shine at bay and the added benefits are it's going to really help to keep you know keep your skin matte and it's going to you know blur imperfection and mill and it's going to minimize the look of pores which is so fantastic and again it's not something that's going to be over drying for the skin so if you're someone that's like you know maybe even have combination skin and you're oily and you have a little bit of texture it will help to soothe the texture but keep the oil away from the skin and help your makeup to look fantastic
0: longer I love that. I really, I really love that. And I think that's really, I mean, that, that's the point I really actually want to touch on because especially for the skincare aspect is the oily skin uh, Mm -hmm. products, because I know, you know, it took us a long time uh, in terms of like the, just the social media community to come to these, like, you know, tried and true um, solutions, right. From like an artistry perspective of like how to control shine, how to control uh, your makeup, like throughout the day in terms of just all that oil coming out. So I really want to know from you, like, as, as from your opinion as a pro, like, what are some of the things that you've noticed are like the biggest contributors to like oily skin when you have makeup on?
1: You know, I have to say, uh, what I what I find a lot of times is your skin on itself. If the more that you're trying to get rid of the oil, yeah it's almost like you're exacerbating your oil glands. So you're basically your oil, you're making your oil glands. The more you take away a lot of this, you know, surface oil and you're using all these ingredients that are like magnifying oil, purging, all of that. It almost sends your, your skin into thinking, Oh my God, I'm, you know, I'm being attacked or, or, or I'm, or I'm, 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 being stripped of the natural oils that you need that your skin needs just to kind of be plump and to be, um, and, 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 and to have some type of natural luminosity. Yeah. So, so something like the oil control mattifying primer, the thing about it is, is it's, going, it's, it's going to basically keep the skin matte, but it's going to also not exacerbate your oil glands so that your skin will still look plump and fresh, but it will be matte and shine free. So I think a lot of times we have to t- take a step away from trying to strip the skin so much and yeah. use something that will help the skin to kind of balance itself.
0: Right. And I love that. I really love that. I love that you guys are utilizing these skincare like just like, you know, pillars to optimize this because you're right. Like you can't like with oil production. That's that's a question I've always had too. what you just answered is, you know, the idea of like, well, you know, the more and more I try, the worse it gets, you know, And, and it's it's just it's just so it was always so mind-boggling right but yeah it makes sense what you're saying so i love that i love that it's like because these primers are skincare based like they're really going to the source of the problem and really working there rather than just this topical you know fix that's going to go in in an hour and then you have to touch up again and again
1: exactly (laughs) Yeah. And I think that for us, that's really what it's about, especially with, with primer in general, you know, it's such, it's so important to us because it really is a part of our everyday life at Smashbox. Um, but it's really important because it's one of those moments where it's like, if you can topically fix what's going on with skin, then your skin will just look. It'll always be at its kind of like peak moment, and in the studio, you know, time for us, it's more like you know, it's the the longer you can keep the skin looking fresh, the longer the photo shoot can go on. So yeah. we really, really, really try to address like the four kind of like, there are so many, of course, other needs, but the four main needs of like the makeup wear or the, and the makeup consumer. So there are it's always something about, you know, oil, it's either I'm too dry, I have redness, I'm too oily. And oh, and then the last primer I'm going to talk about is our Illuminate Primer. It's our yeah. Photo Finish Illuminate Glow Primer, which is by, it's like just, I like to say it's like California sunshine in a bottle, in a tube, because it's gives you this kind of beautiful radiance so it's always makes the skin look it helps the skin to look glowy without it looking oily and it and this particular primer actually has again that silkscreen complex but it also contains vitamin c so you know vitamin c is great to create luminosity to help the skin just kind of look more even so we created this and it has these fantastic kind of um, really warm pearls in it that look great on every skin tone, no matter how fair or or how deep. It's this universal kind of glowy pearl. Um, It smells fantastic and it really creates that gorgeous luminosity. I love this primer. Um, I mean, I love this primer so much. And the thing I also like about it is it's like, if you're somebody that likes a little bit of glow but you don't wanna feel like it's gonna make you look oily, that's what the Illuminate um, Glow Primer is fantastic for.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think that's a really important thing to have too, because these days everyone wants that natural skin look, you know, very minimal makeup. And so I would love actually, um, Lori, if you could tell us, um, maybe with one of the other Smashbox uh, foundation products? Like if someone just wants like that nice, like coverage for the day, like everyday look, like what is your favorite combo with that primer, the, the glow primer? Oh,
1: my favorite combo with this primer is our halo um, tinted moisturizer. It is by far, it is it, it within itself has hyaluronic and niacinamide. So it's glowy. And then when you take the illuminate first and apply that underneath it, Um, it's just like your skin just looks fresh. Like people won't be able to tell that, you know, where your skin stops and where the makeup starts. And I love that. And with a lot of these primers, you can also, I, I like one of the studio tricks that we like to do at Smashbox is you would, you could apply it on, you know, apply it first and then apply your makeup on top of it. But, you know, especially with the Illuminate primer, I sometimes will tap that onto the skin afterwards as well, just for a little bit of extra glow. So it's oh, our halo, thanks. our halo tint mixed with illuminate is my like one, two punch for glowy natural skin.
0: I love that. And also, okay. I have a random question, but I think I saw yeah. this on TikTok or like Instagram, like, I think a year ago or something, but people were mixing, um, primer and, um, you know, foundation, like together before applying. So is that okay to do, or is that not smart to like mix oh. your primer into the foundation?
1: You know, I like to always say, "Here's the deal: makeup is such a customizable thing. It's something that is so you." And I actually have taken the illuminate the primer and the primerizer plus, um, and I've mixed it in foundation, and it's and it's still it works so great. So these are things that yeah, you can definitely. We like to say wet smashbox. We love to layer them on, so we like to do what we call primer cocktailing. So it's one where you can actually, you can use, I've used up to all, all four of the new primers and in the whole process of, of us creating them, um, because it really, they are so lightweight that, you know, you can, you can do control in your T-zone if you tend to be oily, or you can do primer primerizer plus, you know, on the, you you know, uh, uh, on your cheeks and on your forehead, if you want, you know, more hydration, and you can do illuminate uh, the illuminate glow primer, you know, for a little bit of. For a little bit of um of glow, and then I tend to be red around my nose. So the thing about you know the thing about these primers are I like to say there's no hold bar you can use, but if you want to get the the best application, they're better layered. But I have had I have actually used Illuminate and Primerizer Plus and 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 the um, Control Primer and Makeup I, I have done this in the studio, yes.
0: I love that. And that's actually, you know, see, I'm just like a box of questions now, I feel like, but but. like, I really, so I want to know one thing then, because I know that, you know, it must be really tricky, like coming up with these primers, right? Because Smashbox's primers, I think, are the only ones I've ever used for my skin specifically that don't pill up. Like the pilling doesn't happen at all. Like you can use it like any, like all day, you will never see it. So like the formula is just so it's mastered at this point. So I want to know, like from your perspective, like what is, what do you want in a primer? Like what is an ideal primer? Like when you think about what that should be doing for your makeup or for your overall routine, like what, what should, what should we know about primers? You
1: know, I think what you should know is that primer is, um, is, is so lightweight so the one thing that it's going to do is it's just going to create that kind of like super perfected, um, kind of, um, layer for the skin so yeah. that when you apply, when you apply your makeup, your makeup just goes on a lot smoother and it just wears a lot better. Um, and I think also it's, it's one of those things where, you know, now we're kind of getting into the whole realm of, you know, I, a few years back, it was, you know, you would see people putting like 15 or 16 different things on their on, on their skin. And I think that, you know, again, def- definitely during the, the pandemic, we all did all these skincare routines and we really kind of got our skin in this top tip, top tip shape that now, especially with our, you know, the Smashbox, the new Smashbox primer, the texture is so lightweight, you don't need a lot of it. And what it's going to do is just really help to make your skin as best as it can be before you put your makeup on. So it's like you did the work to get your skin in a la- in, in, in like a situation where you don't need as many full coverage products. So for us, we're creating that kind of canvas so that you can still take that all, you know, take all those lighter weight products and put and or even full coverage products and use them underneath. So primer is kind of like, I like to say primer is makeup's beat. BFF, primer is going to help your makeup wear better and look and look better longer, which is so fantastic. And help your and it, and with the new with the new primers,
0: they have all these skincare elements, so your skin's going to look better. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree, and I think that you know it's interesting because like with primer, people either notice a really big difference, or some people are like, well, I don't notice any difference. And I think that depends on what primer you're using. Like I've always wondered about that because. <laughs> right? It does, right? 100%. And with these, no, with our primers, literally, there's
1: no way that you cannot tell a difference. I think the hardest thing, I think sometimes when we are trying to photograph primer, it's one of those things where it's so lightweight and it does so much, but it's so subtle because it just helps your
0: skin look better. And that's right. really what primer is supposed to do: help your skin look better. Help your skin. Yeah, more- I know. I know you had mentioned in the beginning or earlier on that, like, you want to put on your primer after all the skincare is on. So, one thing I want to ask you is, um, in the formulation of Smashbox new, uh, the new ones, um, you know, is there an aspect there that's kind of like, you know, it seals everything in that we've put on for skincare, and like, you know what I mean? Is there something there for that, or was that not necessary uh, in terms of the formulating? You know what I think, I don't know that we, I think we definitely wanted them to play
1: well with almost any type of skincare that, you know, the makeup user was going to wear. Um, But, you know, they, they, they really do. They're very specific in what, in, and how the makeup user will, will actually pick them and that they are really, really specific in how they will, um, kind of instantaneously, um, change the surface of the skin when you apply them. So it is one of those things like they play well with a multitude of skincare moments and they actually instantaneously, you will see a difference in how your skin looks when you apply them.
0: I love that. I really love that because, you know, I know like we all use such... Um, you know, like the actives we use in skincare and stuff, you know, that's what I love so much that you guys have done this in such a intricate way in terms of the new formulations, because, you know, when you talk about skincare, oftentimes you're going to hear things like vitamin C serum being used, you know, and these are all things that are very reactive to like air, you know, they oxidize and all this stuff. So it's important to have products that really mesh well with our skincare routines and, and also deliver, right? Like make, give it a boost. So I really love that but you know, I would rather I would rather have you guys doing that than some like random person in like New Zealand. <laughs> and I don't, you know what I mean? Because it's it's like you're known. I, one of the biggest products is the primers by Smashbox, hands down. Ask any makeup enthusiast, right? So I love that. I really love yeah. that. Yeah,
1: well, you know, we're, it's 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 one of those things. Again, when we were, uh, at, you know, two years ago when we started, you know, t- you know, talking about what you know, how can we bring primer into you know how modern makeup is you know it's been around that photo like I said the, the original smooth and blur the OG had been around again I've been at the brand like like 18 years when we started the formulation reformulating them and it was like it was it was definitely time for you know for us to kind of you know deep get a get, dig in deeper to the technology because makeup and foundation and I mean all makeup is changing so rapidly you know and and yeah. so many kind of newer ingredients like you said algae I mean I'm starting to see algae a lot, used a lot I'm starting to see you know mushroom extract used a lot so for us it was really kind of trying to figure out right, how to how to bridge the gap between makeup and skincare how to really put all this kind of like skincare makeup skincare elements in makeup so that they just help your skin be be better and, and I think that's what we really have done with these um, with the new silk screen primers
0: That's amazing. And I, you know, I do have one question and I don't know how, you know, how easy this is to answer because I know it's, there's not a lot of research out there even, you know, on the science side, but like I just, I just wonder because people make such a thing about the differences between like, you know, richly melanated skin versus you know more caucasian skin and like what that does in terms of just makeup and the way that you know what primers we should be using what uh you know foundation it's on every level right we have this uh discussion on every level of what we put on our face now is there anything that i think darker complexions need to know about when you're selecting a primer like what should we be going towards automatically like color correction because hyperpigmentation is an issue you know in darker skin tones or what do you recommend just as an artist like so we're approaching it you know like a pro (laughs) you know what I
1: have to say is you know I like what I like to say is um especially like you said richly melanated skin it's like they have the same issues I think across the board we kind of all as makeup wearers, do kind of have um pretty much the same issues we suffer from dryness we suffer from you know um Excess oil, we suffer, we suffer, we can, they can, we, they can suffer from lackluster skin. I think the thing that, you know, skin that is deeper, they have to look for products that really do improve how their skin looks from the moment it's applied. Again, when I was talking about the um, Illuminate Glow Primer, it was yeah. really important to our product development department and for the whole entire team that no matter how light or how deep that any skin tone could wear, you know, any primer that they chose and the illuminate primer was one of those. Cause it has that kind of, you know, it has a, a more of a golden pearl in it so for us it's also you know and, and we put vitamin c in it which sometimes you know a deeper skin tone has to be careful about how much vitamin c they use topically because they you know they do have you know sometimes they can have a reaction so we were so 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 careful we you know we're working with some of the best um labs you know at smashbox and so we're very very fortunate in a lot of the skincare and um kind of ingredients that we get to pull from because they have so much science behind you know Smashbox is um, is an Estee Lauder corp you know come is an Estee Lauder Lauder brand so we get to pull a lot of what when we're developing our products from these labs that have been around since forever and ever and ever um I, love that. Yeah. I do I love that's one thing I was like when we first you know became part of the Estee Lauder family I was like oh my god wow. we are so lucky in the sense that when it comes to walking through, walking into that skincare moment of makeup, we can actually, we're backed by some of the largest skincare labs there are in the entire world. So when we say it has, red algae does this, mushroom does that, rose does this, it has vitamin C, it has salicylic, just know that for these particular primers, that's backed with the science of labs that have been around forever, so. We've asked ourselves all these questions and we've literally like, if we can do, and we're, and we're checking off the boxes, like, yes, we can actually, we can say
0: that. I love that. And I, and I completely believe you because Estee Lauder, I have just, you know, just as a consumer, I have so much respect for their, you know, just the amount of resources that, you know, are available for the brands to utilize. And that's really what it comes down to is what you said is, you know, using top of the line labs, using labs that employ scientists that are top of you know what I mean their fields and they know what they're doing that's all of that is so so key and it's so important because that's what's going to make or break a product and I think that discussion just it you don't see it a lot you know in this skincare industry for some reason but I, I'm glad you brought that up and also I just want to add on I know you had mentioned zinc in one of the formulations and I know you have to be uh you know working with a very good lab to utilize zinc and then not have it like no, no white cast no you know what I mean like all those problems, so yeah, I can. I I already know <laughs> that you guys are working with the best of the best. So, yeah. you know, I, I will. I will
1: say one thing. We, I mean, at Smashbox, I think just and maybe because we are such, um you know, we're family. We literally like we are the hardest on ourselves. So again, it yeah. took two years for us to really get down to, okay, now, you know, it's almost like I, like when the, when the um, primers launched last week at one point where we're like, oh my God, we finally gave birth to the baby. Cause it was a moment of like the going back and forth and how many times we were testing and coming up with the formulation. So I just have to kind of give a shout out to the, you know, our product developers that really they, they took an iconic product and really just next leveled it. So these yeah. silver primers, I mean, they are like, ev- like everything that, everything that you want a primer to be, I, th- this is what they are. And if for anyone that's like, not sure if, you know, do I need a primer? Do I want a primer? This is like, I feel like they, these are the primers. If you've, if you've been on the fence about primers, these are the primers that you can now jump in full force to know that they are kind of everything that you need them to be and want them to be now i i would say
0: that it's been wow. like that for smashbox right <laughs> you know right. if you're gonna buy a primer you're not you you gonna out. be buying any other primers sm- yeah hands down like i mean that's i feel right. like that's a rule in the makeup world like a smashbox primer is a smashbox primer period like end yeah. of story you know and and i i love that you guys lo- can i just say like you know if your uh development team product development team is listening huge <laughs> kudos and applause to to them because genuinely the fact that you not only did you reformulate but you guys launched like an actual like like you know uh it's worthy of waiting for kind of launch you know what i mean it's like when brands come out with like oh we're coming out with a new edition of this product that we never sold before so we're gonna make a new one that we're never gonna sell either you know i hate that (laughs) so i'm so happy that you know this is the product you guys chose and this is the you know the project that you chose to focus on um but you know i want to round up the interview Lori, and i really really want to get your true honest advice and any words of wisdom that you have for all of those budding artists out there, all of the makeup artists that are already working and maybe, you know, hitting a wall or something, like any advice you have for them um, as they continue in their careers?
1: you know, one of the things I can say, especially during these times when we were all kind of not doing and not out being and not doing what it is that kind of feeds our soul, you know, when you are a creative or when you are a makeup artist to constantly always be working and to always be able, being able to do what you do to get yourself to that next level. So you know, I, again, across the board, everyone, everyone was doing it, but that's definitely when you're someone where your job is to is one on one kind of contact with people and not being able to do that. It was, it was definitely, definitely um, one of those moments where it was kind of like, whoa, like will I, you know, have some, you know, or will what when when will we able when will we be able to kind of do what was feeding my soul? And the the one thing I I, I will say as a makeup artist is Always be learning. I mean, I follow other makeup artists. I'm, I am inspired by them, whether they are at the, you know, whether they are a new, new, new makeup artist or someone that has been in the, you know, been in the industry for years and years and years. Um, and I think, you know, I even have makeup artists that sometimes will reach out to me and they'll, they'll be like, oh my God, you know, um, I follow you and I love what you're doing. And that to me is like, oh my God, thank you so much. Cause it, it humbles me. I'm, I'm very humble because it's like, I am mm-hmm. able to do something that um, again, my, I think my, my parents and my, my grandparents were like, oh my God, she's going to be
0: homeless <laughs> because they weren't <laughs> sure that it was going to be a career. because was. Oh, like, back- but, you know, you went the right opposite direction of what
1: That's all Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so I have to say, it's like one of those things is like, don't give up. I mean, don't just always be learning. Like follow different people, always look for inspiration and kind of just, uh, I, I go through it with just such a, 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 a huge amount of humility because I'm just, I feel so fortunate that this is something that I get to do. And it's a gift that I get to share with, you know, with everyone that I come in contact with. And I'm passionate yeah. about products. So that's also kind of
0: amazing. <laughs> well, I also love what I do. You know what I mean? That's yeah. like a
1: statement. <laughs> I love yeah. that so much.
0: No, I mean, I, but you know what? I, I agree with everything you said. And I love that you said what you said. Because at the end of the day, if you don't love what you're doing, You're not going to go very far. You're just not, not because you're not talented, but because there's no drive, you know, when motivation runs out or when the caffeine runs out, what's driving (laughs) you at that point, right? And it's like, so yeah- I love all of the words of wisdom. Thank you so much, Lori. And thank you is, so much. Oh, it's my honor, truly. And I can't wait to have you back. I'm telling you, you have to come on to my other podcast because I uh, I, can, I can talk to you for hours. So Let me know. Just
1: let me know when. I'm, I'm available and I would love to. I would love to. And thank you so much for, you know, for loving Smashbox. And thank
0: you so much. For- always, always. Smashbox is always going to be my, like one of the top brands I go to for makeup. I hope everyone listening out there, you guys, <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) have really learned in this episode i'm telling you if you want a primer the only brand you should ever be thinking about is smashbox jenny Genu- i mean that especially as someone who's had acne i've gone through the oily period you know what i mean like all those yeah. things we talked about yeah, yeah that's it's it's one of those you know it's just this is the company that sells the best primer that's just what it is so thank, thank you so much laurian this has been so wonderful and everyone listening please uh give us a rating give us a review on spotify or apple um spotify is doing uh reviews now as well so we would love to hear from you and if you have any questions for Lori and her team, please leave them in the comment section on Instagram or any of our platforms. I will definitely pass them along to the Smashbox team. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lori. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much.